Can I check Come. what dilated yeah. means? I'm quite interested in finding out some things about giving birth. Giving birth. Well, not for me. I saw it happen. Yeah. I saw a woman give birth live. Did you? Yeah. That's My wife. (laughs) It wasn't on telly. No. Okay. Tell us the story. How did it begin? So the contractions and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Megan started contracting about midnight on um, Sunday morning. And she woke me up at half one because then she was pretty sure that contractions had started. Um, and uh, yeah, I when she woke me up, it was just like because because you get the things like Braxton Hicks, so like the fake contractions. But they're not fake; they are the, the body is contra- the uterus is contracting, but it's not actually in labour yet. And so mm. we'd had that so many times, but like this, I could tell in Megan's voice that she was sure that like she was actually in labour. Um, and uh, I remember in that moment, it's like, hey, you can either freak out now or you can stay calm. And I managed to stay calm. Um, you look in the mirror. Uh, look in the mirror. <laughs> give us a talk. 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 Um, You've been reading Hypno there, I think. Yeah, thing, yeah. Staying calm. About staying calm. Yeah, we can talk about that. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, and so, but then we just got really excited and we couldn't sleep. But then obviously Megan was excited, but then in pain every few minutes as well. Um, mm. So we ended up just moving uh, downstairs um, just so that we didn't wake up the neighbours or anything like that. Um, but then it was just kind of like a waiting game. Um, so Megan was... One thing that I've I always thought, like, contractions, like, you know, they say they get quicker and quicker and, like, like closer and closer to each mm, other. Yeah. I thought that was just like a like a smooth gradient where it goes from like twenty minutes apart to nineteen down to ten to seven. All oh, right, it's not six. like that. No. Oh. So Megan contract. So you're supposed to go into hospital when it's like you're having three contractions in a space of ten minutes. Um, yep. Megan was having three contractions in a space of ten minutes within like an hour, and um, which is so we called the hospital. That um, would have been like two a.m. Yeah, yeah, about yeah, about two a.m. Yeah, um, and but then. So, oh, there's an amazing app, right, where you can, a contraction timer, which is where you just press it when the contraction starts, press it when it finishes, and it just tells you like, how much your contractions are averaging and all that kind uh-huh. of stuff. Okay. Really helpful. What's it called? Um, it's on the Baby Center app. Baby um, Center, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, and so when you look back on it, like, contractions are like 10 minutes apart, then they go to like four minutes apart, then to two and a half minutes apart, then to the 12 minutes apart, and then to oh. like, Megan went to sleep for about an hour and a half and it just stopped. Um, but then they ramped up again. So like, there's no regularity of contractions. And is that from what you know, normal in terms of that's not unusual for? Oh yeah, I, I'm, I'm only talking from experience, I guess. Yeah, but I, I think like um, from what I understand, that is like that's quite that's quite normal. It's quite common. Yeah, I think. It's weird. That sounds like a nightmare. I yeah. can't remember. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh, you're ready? No, what? you're not. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but the midwives like they're quite good at telling whether you're ready to go in or not. I think. Um, and Megan was still able to talk through her contractions at that point. Mm. Um, so then we just like, so we didn't really sleep. Um, I just like, I tried to, I tried to, I tried to sleep, but I couldn't. And because like Megan was contracting, she couldn't really sleep. Um, so I, I, I played PlayStation for a bit, um, just to try and kill the time because we were just waiting, and we were both like quite staying quite calm. Um, yeah, and then we had a little bit of breakfast. 
when the time when the time came, and that's the thing though, like because that kind of stage of labour, you don't know how long it's going to last. Like people can be in like early stages of labour for like for days. Yeah. And mm. so in my head, I was thinking like, how do I plan for this? Like, because we need to eat. Um, we, need to, um, we need to make sure Megan's eating and stuff like that, especially. <laughs> and so what I did, I put, this is the silliest thing. I put a chicken in the slow cooker. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so why slow cooked that's, what, that's exactly <laughs> what I said when he rang me on the way to the hospital or he rang Laura on the way yeah. to the hospital and was like can you can you yeah. take the slow chicken out of the slow cooker yeah. <laughs> it would like, well, just, just be like all sandwiches it would just yeah. be like instant yeah, but I a wanted, pizza I wanted, yeah. I wanted the chicken sandwich so <laughs> Oh, sure. <laughs> oh my gosh. I wasn't going to cut up my whole chicken just to no. cook a quick sandwich. Crazy man, right? Um, but sorry, in, but I don't know what it was. Like, I think it was a manifestation of me just trying to remain super calm or like, let's be practical about something that isn't the fact that my wife's about to have a baby. It's like a principle. Yeah, yeah. I can slow cook. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, like. How long did you set it for? Uh, well, I, I, I like to do my uh, slow cooked chicken for about three and a half hours. Okay. Um, okay. And worse. so it Could was it was going to be done um, around about one ish. Okay. And, in the uh, day. Okay. Yeah, one, one, 1 p.m. in the afternoon. Um, and you, so you must have been pretty confident that you weren't going to go to the hospital. I, I think the whole time we've been expecting things to just be a bit like to be the, on the worst side of what it could be. Like I was expecting that labour would be on the. We were expecting to be well late, but he was a day early. Um, we we're expecting labour to be really drawn out, but actually happened all in like the space of three quarters of a day um, mm. and so like I wasn't expecting him to like come anytime soon um, which is why I put a slow cooker on um, and, <laughs> but then the contractions started to get like three minutes apart again two and a half minutes apart and really intense um, and uh, Megan rang them up um, and the baby smelled the chicken maybe yeah <laughs> <laughs> on the contractions thing yeah. you said that it, it, like, it was like 10 and then it went to 3 and then yeah. it went back to 12 and yeah. then it stopped how did you know this time was the real one when it's three minutes apart? Um, yeah, so, so I think because uh, Megan noticed like the intensity was really ramping up. Um, so it wasn't necessarily the time, but the, also the yeah, intensity. Yeah, like, yeah, how, how how much the contraction was was hurting and stuff. But like Megan was like, um, like made, you wouldn't have known the intensity was ramping up because mm. like because we've been practicing like breathing and stuff from like okay. this birthing book, which was like basically. Um, just training yourself to stay relaxed not mm. to panic the fact that you've gone into labour anyone listening don't think they're weirdos because the book's called Hypnobirthing oh yeah yeah because oh, yeah. I thought that when Ryan said Hypnobirthing the first time to me I was like ugh oh no it'd be weird I'd just say exactly the same thought he very yeah. quickly was like oh yeah I know it sounds bad yeah. so as he talks about it they're not weirdos yeah, we, yeah it's, it's not hypnotising uh, your wife um, it's uh, it's, ba- it's basically just like Gallimard <laughs> so I read I read one book on Hitlerbirthing and what I got from it there, there were some bits and it's like that's just really weird and that's not for us um, but what we got from it was oh yeah like giving birth is like a really natural thing and we mm. don't and because you ever see labour as being like this real like horrible um, emergency situation in TV and films um, whereas it really sort of like changed our minds of like oh like you can you're allowed to stay calm during labour mm. and you don't have to rush and that yeah. kind of stuff which meant that Megan was super chill um, and I was really chill hence the chicken um, <laughs> but uh, yeah so we'd be practicing the breathing so like for every like traction Megan was getting she was just like straight onto the breathing she practiced um, and so um, yeah so I couldn't tell if they were getting tense on it was only because she was telling me that they were mm. um, 
and uh, yeah, so we rang them up and they said, um, yeah, you should you should come in now. Um, and I had an hour left on the chicken, um, which is why I rang uh, I rang Laura um, uh, to ask if you can if you could just come in and turn it off because they don't want to waste the chicken. I could have just turned it off and left it, but I was I didn't want to waste the chicken. <laughs> weren't you? So when yeah. weren't you giving her all the scenarios about what she could do with the chicken? Yeah, yeah. I, I say, 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 <laughs> so so you could eat the chicken. <laughs> Basically, you could put it in the fridge. <laughs> and now left, right? And so I didn't want to turn it off because like then I've got just a half cooked chicken and I can't do anything with that, um, and it was a waste. So <laughs> I don't know why I cared so much. I think it's just me trying to be really practical and trying to cope really with the situation. Um, and uh, so I, I rang Laura and I was like, in an hour, could you just pop round? Because like Josh and Laura already live around the corner. Could you just pop round? Um, could you have a spare key? Um, and uh, could you just do something with it? Like you can eat it just as long as it doesn't go to waste. Or maybe you can wrap it up in the fridge if you don't want to eat it. I don't mind. Um, but then we don't need the door. Yeah, Megan's like, what are you doing? You rang us back again to then yeah. tell us about the spare key. Yeah, yeah. So we got a spare key cut for Josh and Laura like only the day before, um, and I hadn't tested it out. And then so I was getting in the car and I was oh, thinking, that freak you out. Yeah, what if the spare key doesn't work and I've got a slow cooker chicken going on and I can't be dealing with a, a baby coming out? Also worrying about my chicken. yeah, <laughs> and a burnt chicken. Yeah. Question and a flammable chicken. <laughs> if you left a chicken in a slow cooker yeah. for like days, yeah. what would happen? Nothing. It would just burn. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a slow cooker. Yeah, I thought that. They only yeah. get to like a certain temperature. Yeah, well, I wasn't thinking straight. <laughs> would it just not be like the most delicious chicken in the world? <laughs> dry, dry. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't thinking straight, so I was like, I had to go in and unlock the back door and say to Laura, "Right, could you if the back, if the front door key doesn't work, could you go around the back and deal with my chicken?" Um, and then, but if you do get in for the front door, could you just make sure you lock the back door before you leave? <laughs> um, anyway, so we got so we got we got to the hospital. Sorted the chicken out. Sorted the chicken good. out. Yeah, so I, I felt relaxed and. Um, uh, labour just like totally ramped up really quickly once we were there like more symptoms coming and um, uh, so they, they examined Megan and so you're supposed to go in when you're like four centimetres dilated but Megan was already like, seven centimetres dilated so you um, really left it sometimes so we yeah so Megan did really well to stay at home for as long as she did mm. um can I check Go on. what dilated yeah. means? Because I've had assumptions. I've had assumptions and I just assume I'm right. And I can say right. assumption, my assumption, yeah. but I will sound thick. Yeah. So you just tell me, right? <laughs> so you got like... In Latin is. So you got the cervix, which is like a, like a ring of muscle, like that's in between like the vagina and the... The uterus, the I guess. It's, it's so good that Ryan's read all this yeah. all this material. <laughs> it makes me feel qualified to say vagina. <laughs> you said it oh, like, so um, like, very professionally. Yeah, well, yeah. You felt the need to Mate. cut out when Joe said expletives, but yeah, yeah. Ryan does. <laughs> what I saw like a week and a half ago, and all that's happened since, like there's, there's, no, there's nothing that like phases me, like yeah. in terms of like what I've seen. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so it's basically like the ring of muscle, and so when contractions is when that ring of muscle starts to open up. Right. And dilation refers to how open that ring of muscle is. When the muscle opens is a contraction. Yeah, the contra- because a different part of your yeah, body con- is contracting yeah. to open the. Okay. That's it. Yeah. So. Cool. And so you need to get to ten centimeters dilated, which is I think it's ten centimeters, which is fully dilated, which is then like baby's good to come out. Um, mm. And is it? Oh, this is weird. So is it? Can you see just by looking? At the vagina, or is it like something they have to have to examine? Right, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. With the little ruler. Cool. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's <Ryan's sliggering. laughs> 
Yeah, they'd have to examine. Um, right. And so Megan was at... Some... I was halfway understanding it. Not yeah. quite there. It was exactly what I thought, which I'm yeah. glad about. Good but, for you. But like... Um, cool. You think it, you don't want to describe it, do you? No. Yeah, cool. So... Megan was seven centimetres dilated and so they offered her some gas and air um, because oh, at yeah, that point, yeah. like, she's in quite a bit of pain. Um, mm. And that was hilarious because, like, she just... She just got, like, really drunk for a really intense period of time and then became sober totally quickly again. Mm. Um, she was having a great time. She sent our, uh, Josh and I's wives... Yeah, um, she sent audio. A little message. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Audio. She's having well, good fun. Recommending gas and air. Yeah. 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 Sounding like someone that you wouldn't trust yeah. while recommending it. Yeah. At the same time. Yeah, it sounded like yeah. someone that wasn't in labour and that you wouldn't trust. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so Megan got in. So we um, we were in the midwife led unit, which um, had a, a birthing pool. So Megan got into there, and that was a real like relief for Megan, just like in terms of pain relief and stuff. With um, the birthing pool, yeah. are they like? Because I've heard, and I don't know if it's true, that you obviously have to ask for the birthing pool. Yeah. Are they always available, or is it like no. you? It's first come, first serve. Yeah, they're not always available. Um, so if someone's already in it, yeah. So so yeah. like, um, you can ask if they want to share. <laughs> oh yeah, but they normally say no. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> normally, um, yeah. There's a limited amount, but so I think if you really wanted a water birth, um, you could ask. You could ask the other hospital like nearby because mm-hmm. they'll have other water. So if you want a water birth, just prepare to be potentially disappointed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, Megan wasn't that strong like oh I definitely want to have a water birth but she mm. was like she'd like to have the option and so it was really nice for her um, and then again her, her contractions just started accelerating really quickly um, a lot faster than I think the midwives were even expecting as well um, so we got there like half one I think it was half one and um, yeah I'm pretty sure that we got that half one and baby was here by 25 plus four and so like in a few hours it really ramped up um mm. yeah and so um they had to get megan out of the birthing pool because they like to like examine the baby's heartbeat for 60 seconds to see like make sure the pulse is regular for 60 seconds but um because megan's contractions were happening so quickly they couldn't get 60 seconds of heart rate <laughs> And before Megan mm. wanted to turn over again to start like contracting, because she wanted to be on all fours, but she had to be on her back for her to measure the heartbeat. So they, they got her out of, of the birthing pool just so they could measure the baby's heart rate, which was fine. Um, and um, and then he, he came pretty much like within like 20 minutes. Um, and, uh, and, he came, and he came out um, with his head in the sack as well. Oh, so, yeah. Um, this is the thing I didn't know was a oh, thing. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so, so waters don't always break. Yeah. Uh, I think it's only like 15% of women's waters break. Yeah. And so, and, and usually it, it breaks during the labour, but like his head actually came out before the, the waters broke. So in the sack Yeah, of in water. the sack that he'd been living in. I genuinely uh, didn't even know that was a thing. No, no. Yeah, yeah. It makes total sense when someone tells it you. It does. What, the sack yeah. or? As in that they can come out with like a hat on. Yeah. Well, yeah, so, yeah, it was yeah. It's more than a hat. It was like it was a like, it's like a Buzz Lightyear kind of. Yeah, I know. Sorry, yeah. Over the face. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I just hadn't. Yeah. But sometimes they come out fully in the. Yeah, sometimes it's yeah. really rare, but like, yeah, yeah happens a lot in cesareans as well. I think because like you can get them out without damaging the sack. Yeah, I guess I, I could picture like that. Trying to peel an orange without tearing the skin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a good, good analogy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so that was amazing. It was amazing to watch. Um, I, I would just, I had planned on staying at the happy end and not looking, um, but the blanket fell down and I could not look, and it was amazing to watch. Um, yeah. Did you recommend it? Um, it's a good re- viewing. <laughs> yeah, I'd. I'd uh, or just go with the flow, see if it. Yeah, de- def- de- don't do it if you don't feel ready. I'm, I'm proper squeamish. Yeah, so. if you're not, yeah, I, it might be best avoided. There are points that <clears throat> there are points in the labour was like I, I don't want to look at all, but then there are points that I felt more confident. It's like oh, I do want to look actually. Um, yeah, yeah he, he came out. He, he unfortunately he did like a he did a, he did a poo on his way out, which is like um yeah. So that's unfortunate. Yeah, that's a, yeah. That, that's a thing that when babies get distressed, they do a poo in the sack, and that's a that can be a problem. And that was on his head. Uh, <laughs> he pooed on his head. Um, oh no! No, so look, sort of like um, so. If your waters break and like the fluid is like dark, it means like the baby's had a poo and he's in distress, and so like that's like you need to get to the hospital because baby needs some attention, maybe. Yeah. Um, whereas the, the fluid was clear, but as he came out, he did a poo. And so I think to be really careful, we had to like put him on the observation for like twelve hours. Oh wow, that's a really um, long time. Yeah, but just like check him every two hours. But you were with him, right? yeah, 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 yeah. He wouldn't take him away from us, and he was absolutely fine. He was a little bit cold. Um, just, they just found out after twelve hours he just loved a little poo. Yeah, yeah just like, <laughs> like his dad. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then it was here, and it was amazing. Like, it was really surreal. How was driving home? Oh, the most, yeah, the slowest, most safest drive I've ever done. (laughs) And you're a safe driver anyway. I'm a very safe driver already, very cautious. (laughs) Were you freaking out when you, because I can imagine I'm going to be a mess when I'm having to put our little boy in a car seat for the first time. Yeah. I can imagine being so nervous. Yeah, yeah. When you were right. Oh, it it was just, putting me in the car seat was cute. Um, Was it? Yeah, but like, actually driving... Yeah, yeah. 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 Like you get so, I got so like angry at people who just doing stupid things. You suddenly become hyper aware. Yeah, yeah. It's like, do you not know I've got a newborn baby in my car? Have you bought a baby on board thing? No, we do have one. I need to put it on there. Um, Yeah. Anna was saying we should get one. Yeah, I've got like them. I think. Do you? I've never. I've never like. I feel like people should drive safely anyway. Yeah, but, yeah, but they, they don't. don't. Yeah, oh, I <laughs> people, I know people don't. Yeah, yeah. So I I've always, seen I used to think that, and then recently I was like, oh, that makes sense, because everyone drives really bad. and so. But I feel like even bad drivers are less likely to you yeah. know, go up your <clears throat> yeah. um, boot if they see that, because yeah. people have a conscience, yeah. even if they're bad drivers. Yeah, exactly. Laura said to me that she intends on getting in the front when we drive home, hmm. because... You have the option to sit in the back with the baby. Yeah. But at some point in your lives, you have to not sit in the back with the baby. So you, yeah. commit so you might as well commit at the very beginning. What did you do? Yeah, um, that's what my question was going to be. Yeah. We uh, committed. And then Megan sat in the front. Um, I've, I've got, had like How a little... terrifying was that? It's fine because okay. we've got a little mirror um, oh, okay. that, that oh, points, yeah. points at him so I could see that like, he was just fast asleep and <laughs> totally fine. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah. Those little bonus mirrors. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would have been stressful if he was like crying. But, that's, like, that's, was... I'm really scared of having to drive. Laura choosing to sit in the front, yeah, and then the baby crying, and yeah. me wanting to pull over yeah. at yeah. like inappropriate times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, thankfully we he was he's just fast asleep okay. on the way home. Um, yeah, <laughs> I cut the umbilical cord as well. Now they give okay. you that option. And how? I mean, I asked this question to someone else, but I'll ask it to you anyway for the sake of the recording. Yeah. It's not like cutting paper. No. What's it like cutting? Um, Oh, it's really, it's really grisly. 
Like really That's exactly gri- what my friend said. Really yeah. gristling meat. <laughs> he said it was like imagine cutting a tendon. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, like. I don't understand. <laughs> Go on. Why is what a it? thing? It's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, in my mind, I know, I know yeah. that you had thought. I think you said to me, you thought you'd just be like, no. Yeah. But then you did it, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, no, no, because they asked me, did you want to cut the cord? And, you were like, yeah. and I was so overwhelmed with like emotion and stuff. I was like, you just do it, I, I, was, I, was like, I was like, no, like, I don't uh-huh. want to. I just want to. You're so overwhelmed, you just grab it and start biting it. I was like, no, no, I'm fine. Yeah. And I just want to look at my baby. And then it took them, like, I think they waited for. The um, <coughs> all the blood from the placenta to go into into him, yeah. and then mm. they clamped it and said, "Are you sure you don't want to do it?" And in that moment, I was like, "Actually, yeah, I may as well. It's an experience." Because yeah, because you saying that has made me think, "Oh, I might be the same." Yeah, but I've always thought that is a weird, stupid thing. Why does anyone do it? Guess, Why would you be like, "Sure, yeah, yeah. I'll cut my baby's." Thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, do you know what I mean? You're so. I never would have. It's only because people like offer it that I've ever even thought about it. Yeah. I've never gone. Oh, I really hope I can. I can. Yeah. Cut, I can cut him off from his life source from the previous nine months, as a as a symbolic marker. Yeah, it's not on my list of things to do that I really want to do. But I'm just kind of not. I'm not going. I don't want to do it. I'm yeah. just going to go. Go with flow. Much like how I order on a menu when I'm asked, I'll just pick something. Yeah. And I just do the same thing here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll be the same. It's quite nerve wracking yeah. actually. Like, especially if it has a willy. Exactly, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Like really like really, Especially if, it, if he has a willy. Well yeah, if he's yeah. a he. Yeah, especially but. if yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's easier if he doesn't have a willy. Um, <laughs> but surely it's quite far away from the willy. Um, or is it not oh, that it's far Because it's all like because he's all, he's all curled up and like he's with his legs tucked into his, his stomach. Judah has a big willy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yes, I was really worried about that, um, but it was fine. Yeah, I didn't cut off his willy. <laughs> Congratulations, yeah, thank Judah. You. Thank you. <laughs> so when you got home, yeah, that must have been strange. Yeah, Can you like, remember like, how did it go when you got home? What sort of what did you do? <laughs> It was an amazing feeling, like, because we just, so we, we had him at 25 past four on the Sunday and we left the hospital at half past three the next day. Yeah. We had to wait for, you have to wait for them to come and around and do like a, a check to make mm. sure that all his joints and all that stuff is fine. Finally got that done. And so I got home about four-ish and um, it was, that was an amazing feeling. Just like, we we just been sat in a hospital bed, like yeah. in the hospital room, just waiting all day. Um, so actually getting him home to like what you prepared for him and stuff and getting him in his car seat and then that, like that was really cool that was a really nice feeling um, and uh, but not long after like family came around because that was all exciting introducing him to everyone um, were they none of them at the hospital no so we we were on the midwife led unit which like you can have visitors at any time mm. um, but because he had a poo we had to get mo- we got moved onto the labour ward which is you can have visitors well, what's the difference between these two things so labour ward it's like um uh, well, well midwife led unit is basically um, you get a bigger room because it's for, for women who are low risk and who are unlikely to need medical attention okay. um, extra medical attention um, and labour wards for people who might be higher risk so that doctors can get to them quickly and they can be rushed to theatre if they need to and stuff like is that is it a bit more clinical yeah it? yeah it's yeah. more clinical yeah like we had like a speakers in our room and stuff you could... is a labour ward so the films, I think, are very unhelpful. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're label because in the films, they're always in something that I picture as a labour ward. Yeah, yeah. Because I can't even really picture a midwife. No, yeah, no. From no, what no, I've yeah. been, I've had it heard described, quite relaxing. Yeah, yeah, really cool, like dim lighting, um, 
like they've got vinyl things on the wall yeah um, and they've got speakers so you can set up music and stuff like that did um, you make use of no we didn't have time no. she didn't have time because literally Megan got there and it, like it just ramped up so quick um what was I saying? What were we talking about labor wards? Oh, oh yeah, because yeah, 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 labor wards, you could only have visitors like between four and seven. <coughs> so um, we, we, we'd left the, left the hospital by then. So we just wanted to get home and we wanted to introduce into family. Mm. And so like Megan's family came around. And, and this is before your first, first night evening, like first night at home. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So you're running on adrenaline in terms of energy. and stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. really tired. Hadn't slept for like nearly 48 hours properly. Yeah, because didn't sleep the first night he came. Um, yeah, so that, the first night was nuts, um, really exciting. But um, so finally got to bed and I fell into like, the deepest sleep of my life. Um, and uh, I woke up with Megan holding Judah and Megan feeling really overwhelmed, um, really struggling with breastfeeding, and um, asked me like, "What do I do? What, you know, what, what do we do now? Should we should we get a bottle because he's just not feeding? I'm really worried." And um, I was so tired. I, I sat up and um, I started talking to Megan, making no sense whatsoever, and just fell asleep mid-sentence while I was sat up. Um, while she like, is did you stay sat up? Or did you kind of I, no, no, I stay sat up. That's so funny. And my, my, I think my my head just just bowed slightly, and then I would then I woke up again into like, and still not making any sense. I was just asking Megan, just just give Judah to me. I'll look after him. And she was like, I'm not giving him to you. Like, I don't really think I probably would have dropped him if they oh, shared. Wow, him. I was that, that tired. Okay. Um, but um, I was like, I, I had enough consciousness to make the decision. I'm going to go downstairs and I'm going to make a bottle of milk um, for him, not me. And um, <laughs> and I got, by the time I got downstairs and slapped myself in the face, I woke up a bit more and I was like able to actually think rationally and mm. um, yeah, gotten the milk sorted and stuff. And yeah, it was very tiring. Um, that's probably the most overwhelmed I felt because at, when I went downstairs, I, I felt so tired and rough and like adrenaline sort of worn off and just like what was what what happened was starting to like mm-hmm. I was starting to process it a bit um, and now I felt really overwhelmed but um, but since then it's, it, it, just, it just got better and better really like it, it was only that I, I think because the hard thing was was that I was so tired and I was thinking is this what it's going to be like is this what it's like to have a kid like for the first like however many weeks of mm-hmm. just feeling like this non-stop um, but it's not like you learn how to how to maximise sleep and make the most of the rest you can get and stuff and mm-hmm. um, you start to feel normal quite quickly um, not normal but you start to feel like you can function more quite quickly um, yeah as long as you stick together as a team and look out for one another that was really important like that for like Megan to notice in me because like, my, my tendency is just to try and push through tiredness yeah. and just keep I just want to keep on it's not going to work when you're at that stage yeah mm. and, she, and she would like no I, I slept for three hours this morning like you tap out and go have a nap and stuff and I struggled to nap so I still was so excited so excited but um yeah yeah, yeah it's pretty nuts and you were having so I assume you're out of it now but you were having lots of the family visits yes yeah how yeah. did you find that oh that was really cool like it is that kind of like Lion King thing, you know, like with, with Rafiki and Simba, like presenting him to the Animal Kingdom. It's sort of like I just want to show my son to the world. Yeah, I was like, just so proud of him. Um, and so it was just, it was really fun to see family and stuff, and also like going to see grandparents as well. It meant like we could actually 
got out of the house like after a few days yeah. and like did another drive with him in the in the car seat and mm. take a changing bag with us and all that kind of stuff um yeah so it was it was really good seeing seeing family um well, I wonder if our stories will be the same. I feel like it's only going to be harder than yours because yours. Well, yeah. no, that's not true. But yours sounds—it sounds as good as you could have hoped, really. Oh in terms yeah, of how it totally. Went. It's mm. like blown our like what we expected compared to what it's been like is totally different. It, it, obviously, it's harder than you expect in terms of like because in, in my head I was like, oh, tiredness. I, I felt tiredness, and so I can imagine that. But when it's sort of like tiredness, while well, you need to look after this human being, yeah, um, mm. it's like, oh, this is another text on another dimension, but. It's um, like you, it's it's one of the things where like it's it's classic difficult but worth it. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's, it's yeah. a cliche thing. Like because you know why you're tired and why you're why it's hard. Like it's it's not it's not that difficult. It isn't to like push through it and to. And, but I, it, it, it I say it's not difficult. It is is like quite easy at times just to lose morale and at times just to be like, oh my goodness, I'm just I'm just washing. Mm. washing bottles I'm just changing the nappy all the time um, especially in the middle of the night in the middle of the night things are harder obviously because you're tired but also it feels more isolating as well when it's dark outside and you feel like uh, no one else yeah, is having yeah, to experience this right? yeah it feels like you're the only person awake in the world um, yeah. and uh, yeah so when, when daytime comes it's always like changes the, the feel the mood of it but um, and when our babies are here yeah we'll just all do it together yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for you guys to have your babies. I'm, I'm excited for baby wrestling. Baby wrestling. <laughs> Some in it's a circle. unfair because his baby will have, Aaron's baby will have quite some weight on ours. Yeah, but... Well, we can do, I don't know, when we do point scoring, we can like do handicaps and handicaps. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let everyone know how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> Next time! <laughs> on Everyday Dads! <laughs> 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 Who will win? <laughs> yeah. Is that any other questions um, or? Oh, there's all, always really? questions, Ryan. Yeah, but we can save them for another time. Yeah, yeah I think my only other question was: This is now the longest. Um, is this the longest you've been away from Judah? Yeah, yeah. Are you okay? I'm, I'm all right. Yeah, <laughs> it's really funny. Like, as, I'm not sure Judah's okay. <laughs> oh no, don't say that. <laughs> he's all right. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's yeah. all right. Yeah, as, he did. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, as, as we were leaving, Megan was. Um, she she just changed him so he was like lying on his on his mat just like all happy and kicking around and um as, as i was leaving i was like um i just got i just got down to the floor and just like making a real fuss of him and like saying like you know oh, i'm gonna love i love you i'm gonna miss you and um daddy will be back soon that kind of stuff just being really stupid and i just stood up and it, like, i was leaving but i haven't even said goodbye to megan <laughs> <laughs> but i was just gonna get my keys and i was gonna say goodbye but, um yeah maybe laugh yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. Should we wrap it up there? Bye. Bye.